And you guys, you better love me because this is such a big hack that I have learned into the modeling industry. And it has probably worked like eight out of the 10 times that I've done it. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Elliot's Pages. I'm your host, Elliot Page, and I can't wait to meet you. So today we're going to talk a little bit about why I started modeling and how I started modeling. I'm going to start off with why and then I will bring you into the steps of how to do that and my steps that I took. I think depending on where you live and how much knowledge you have in the modeling industry, these steps might be kind of different for you. Um, But for me, this is how it was because I lived in Wyoming. I knew nothing about modeling, and I didn't know a single person that had ever even tried. My story is a little bit weird, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but I guess let's just get into it. It's probably going to be like a little story time at first, but I promise I will get into exactly how you should prepare to be a model. In 2019, I graduated high school and also started my first year as a college soccer player. And for a little extra information, I had played striker as a soccer player for almost 10 years of my soccer career, and into my first college semester, my coach moved me back to defensive line. To my surprise, I played well in that position and ended up being scouted. After my first game as playing defensive back, my coach pulled me into his office to tell me that I was beginning to be looked at. This obviously excited me. Then 2020 came and COVID hit. In my last game, before all the college students and all the athletes all had to go back home, I ended up getting injured. That injury consisted of me pulling my IT band and having to be in a three to six month recovery process. I went to physical therapy for three months and was still in pain, but ended up not telling my physical therapist or my coach. Somewhere at the end of 2020, we had like one more game before all of the college athletes had to like officially, officially go home. I don't really remember the time frame of all of that, but I know we had one last game where I ended up hurting myself even further. I knew that playing that game was going to be a risk, but we only had like two games the whole season because of COVID and I got hurt at the first one and didn't want to not play my last one. With that being said, I played my heart out at that game and knew that I would, accepting the risk of playing with the injury because I knew that I would have a long time to recover before I would have to be playing soccer again that following season. But I actually ended up graduating early and got my degree in October. The whole time that COVID had been set in place and I was home from college, I was applying to modeling agencies and discovering how to be a model. I did this basically because I was bored, but also because I knew that there was a potential possibility of this injury being a little bit more serious than people thought. I was originally going to go back and get another degree and continue playing soccer at the same school, but then I was signed by two different agencies pretty much back to back. This was now the beginning of 2021, around September-ish, and I was then invited to a influencer trip in Jamaica. So I basically took my associate's degree and my diploma and said, 
that's good enough and ended up going to Jamaica for this modeling trip and experience and decided to continue trying to be a full-time model. At the time, I was signed with a mother agency out of Florida and signed with New York Model Management in New York, obviously. (laughs) At this point, I knew little to nothing about modeling and really thought because I was signed to two agencies, I had made it. I was going big. I was going to get booked jobs. I was going to make money. I was going to move to a city. I was like calculating all these things in my head. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty much the best thing that's happened. Obviously, not seriously, of course, but I was pumped. I was like, what the heck? Like, did I really just apply to agencies a few months ago and I'm already in? Little did I know there would be lots of ups and downs And let me tell you, there were a lot of downs, and I will explain the downfall that I had happen in episode 5 of Elliot's Pages, so be on watch for that. But right now, we are going to get into the how I started modeling and teach all of you how to begin modeling and the steps that I took, as well as the steps I believe you should probably take. Like I said, I knew nothing about modeling, knew no one that had tried it, no one that had succeeded at doing it, no one that was signed to an agency, didn't know where to go, didn't know how to do it, pretty much thought it was unattainable and some silly dream that popped into my head somehow, somewhere. (laughs) During COVID though, I found out that I had a love for taking photos, content creation, editing, filming, and all things that basically fell under the creative industry. And because of this, I was watching tons of YouTube videos about how to be more creative and how I could make it a career. This was when I found modeling YouTube videos and how to get started videos in the modeling industry. And we all know the loophole that we get pulled under when watching YouTube videos. First, it's how to bake a cake or do my makeup or something. And then all of a sudden, it's how a mother giraffe gives birth. So you guys can all understand how I ended up finding that. (laughs) The first videos that I remember seeing were all about digitals, how to take them, why you need them, digital, digital, digital. And now with my knowledge of modeling today, I can tell you these are the most important things to have. If you don't have them, you need to take them. As a model, you should always have them. They don't need to be professional. They can be taken with your iPhone. They can be taken with a ring light. They can be in natural light or outside in the sun, but it cannot be in direct light. And if you don't know what that means, I will tell you. So back in like 2019, I think every girl on Instagram was taking like golden light photos where the sun was like hitting her face and her highlight was like shining off her cheekbone. Yeah, on digitals, we don't want that. We obviously don't want the light to be behind you though either because then that's going to create a dark figure in front of us. So what you want to do is have a light from a window coming into a room with a blank wall behind you, nothing that would be distracting from you. Or if you're outside, again, you want a blank background either in front of a wall, usually white, gray, or tan. Stay away from anything black. And then again, if you're outside, just make sure that light isn't directly on your face, forming any shadows or uneven light. 
The clothing for these photos needs to be simple, either black pants and a white top, black on black, a white top and like normal blue jeans and stay to tight fitting clothing and something that usually accentuates your body. I would also recommend wearing some sort of heel, either clear, nude or black would be just fine. As for makeup, when doing these digitals, you need to make sure that it is very simple, natural eyebrows, natural lashes, maybe a little bit mascara. You can do a little bit concealer, no contour on your face. I wouldn't do anything that is reforming your face or altering your face in any way. Um, Lip gloss is good, chapstick, maybe a little bit of blush, but I wouldn't really do any eyeshadow, nothing that's going to add sparkles or unnatural additions to your face. The reason you don't want to wear something that's bright or distracting is for the exact reason of not being distracting. You want the agent or the client or whoever is looking at you to see what's in front of them and focus on you, your measurements and what you look like. Tight-fitting clothing is for the reason that they want to dress you up normally. As a model, you are a mannequin, and they want to use you basically as a prop, as bad as that sounds, but it is a business, and that is what you're there for. You're there to stand there and look how they want you to look and what they want you to wear, and they need to know what you're going to look like in all things. So seeing how your body looks with as tight fitted clothing as they can will help them see if you're a candidate for whatever you may be casting for. And as simply put as I can, obviously the agencies that you're applying to want to see the same thing and just want to see how you look in as simple clothing as you possibly can. On to posing, I would recommend researching on other agency websites and seeing how the digitals look with the other models that are already signed. Especially if there is a agency you are specifically looking at, then go onto that agency's website and see what their girls or guys model digitals look like. I would try your best to practice a few shots and copy the ones that you like the most. In normal terms though, you really need a portrait styled shot, which is of just your face, a three-fourth style shot, usually looking straightforward, and then one also looking to the side with your hair pulled back or at least to where they can see your face shape, and then a normal full body shot. The next step that I would do is researching the types of modeling there are and seeing which one you probably fit into most based on your measurements and your height. I could go on about this segment of the how-to modeling steps because it really is so versatile with what you will be able to do or what type of modeling you will be able to um, fit into. And I think if you're over the height of 5'8", you fit into most categories um, for the most part. But if you are under 5'8", then that's where it gets a little bit tricky. So off the top of my head, we have editorial modeling, commercial modeling. We have fit modeling, high fashion, like runway, beauty, and promotional. If you guys want me to do a full video on these categories of modeling and go into who fits what, I can do that. Otherwise, it's pretty easy to go on Google and kind of research which one you would fit into. The next thing to understand is the differences between modeling agencies and where you should begin when applying to them. 
I would recommend starting with a mother agency, which is exactly what it sounds like. Basically, a mother agent that helps basically coddle you into the big world of modeling and helps you get placed with an agency like Wilhelmina, IMG, Ford, or State, something along those lines. There are times where you can get directly placed with some of these agencies, like if you're scouted on the streets or they find you on Instagram or something like that and you really just fit the look they're exactly going for. But I would say that that's pretty uncommon, especially now with how many girls and guys and people in general are um, trying to be a model and going forth with applying to agencies. So yeah, I would make sure you know the differences between the different type of agencies and make sure that when you're applying, you are applying to mother agencies only. A good way to do this is to hashtag mother agency on Instagram and then a whole bunch of agencies or people that are signed with different agencies will pop up and you can find the ones in your location or the ones that you think you would be a good fit for. You can also Google like mother agencies in my area Um, I've noticed that sometimes that gets a little bit tricky and sometimes there's modeling agencies within that Google search that are not even in business anymore or ones that pop up that really are not actively booking their models or trying to get them placed with another agency. So with that in consideration, you need to be careful with who you are signing to and who you are talking to on the internet. We all have had the ads pop up on our social media that is like something we were just talking about with our friends. Like say we wanted to go out and get crumble cookie and then all of a sudden crumble cookie ads are all over your social media. And the same thing kind of happens with modeling. Once you're actively researching these hashtags or agencies or Googling modeling accounts or looking at these videos, you're going to have so many people somehow Find out that you are interested in the modeling industry. Because of this, you're going to get a lot of scam mail. And there's going to be a full episode of what to look out for on Elliot's pages, I think on like episode five. So stay tuned for that to learn more. And that is obviously things that I didn't know when I first started being a model. So don't feel bad if you're like, what is she talking about? Why would there be scammers? should I get into this industry or be like scared now or anything like that? Because I think every model goes into it kind of blindsided about what they will be experiencing. So don't feel bad if you don't know what I'm meaning by that yet. (laughs) So now that I assume you have researched where you want to apply and researched what modeling agencies you don't want to apply, I would write down a list of like the top five to 10 agencies you want to apply to and make sure you are marking them off as you are applying to them so you don't forget which ones you have applied to. The reason I think that you should do this is because around like every five to six months, if a agency didn't reach back out to you or if they told you no, you can reapply to the same agency again, but you have to wait six months. So it would be good to know which ones you are applying to and marking those off so you don't reapply in like two weeks or three months or lose track of the agencies that you've already applied to. You will see when you go onto the modeling agency's website, they're going to have a place for you to put all your measurements. 
these measurements need to be correct. So you're going to do one either around your chest or your bust, which is, um, you know, pretty self-explanatory. You want to do that right across like the biggest area of where your chest lays. And then you want to do it around the smallest area of your waist um, and where your waist kind of indents like right underneath your rib cage. Um, and then as for hips, you want to do it around the biggest part of your butt, basically, and like where your hips start to go out. I'm probably going to make a video of me doing this on my Instagram if you can't like visually understand what I just said. But um, yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. And another thing that you can research online if you're confused with what I'm saying, a lot of people have YouTube videos of um, how to do that. And so now when you're actually submitting to these agencies, you're going to fill out all the information. Sometimes there's like in a little about you place, really just state something significant to your personality and try not to mention as cliche as this sounds like, oh, I started taking pictures with my dog when I was 12 and now I want to take pictures professionally and I want to be a model because I'm meant to be behind lights and blah, blah, blah. Like nobody cares about that. Like that's not about you. And I'm not trying to be blunt, but it's just things that I've learned. Like nobody cares that you're trying to be a model and it's your passion. They assume already if you're applying to an agency that that is what you're doing. They don't need to know more about how much you want to be a model and like why that's your only personality because it shouldn't be your only personality. And that was a really big thing I regret doing. I had a few times where I had super big interviews with a few bigger agencies and because I talked so much about myself in such a bright light type of way, they probably turned their face and was like, how boring is this girl? Like all she wants to do is take pictures of herself. Like that should not be your only personality. And I know you want them to know your passion and how much you want to be a model and like how excited you are to talk to these people or get the chance to get signed with them. But I promise you they want to know more about you than enjoying taking pictures. <laughs> also, sorry about my voice. I'm filming this in the morning and I don't know why my voice keeps getting literally so raspy and just like changing its vocal like tone throughout the whole entire podcast. Hopefully that doesn't happen a lot because you're probably like, what the hell? But I literally can't change it. I'm drinking coffee and it just like hot coffee and it just keeps doing that. So sorry. I don't know what's happening. Like it was fine and now it's just not fine. So sorry. But one of the last things I'm going to talk about is um, actually applying to the agency and the tips that I've learned when applying. So as you probably know, or at least know by now, when you go onto an agency website, there's going to be a link that says become a model or apply to be a model or something along those lines. And that is usually where all models go to submit their measurements, their digitals and apply to the agency. Now, this is a good thing to do. And obviously, I've done this before, too. And there are times where I've heard back from the agency and times where you obviously hear nothing back. And I'm going to tell you, you most of the time hear absolutely nothing back. If they do not like you or they do not want you to be a part of their agency, they are not going to talk to you and tell you, hey, sorry, but I don't want you to be a part of our agency. And that sounds harsh. And I promise you, they don't mean it like that, but they're not going to email you and say that. They basically just probably already have a model that looks similar to you or your measurements are not where 
they want them to be or the look isn't what they want and it's and it's not personal and I really hope that none of you take it personal I did at first obviously because that's a hard thing to be to consider thinking about yourself like you know oh my gosh these people don't think I'm cute but it's like they don't mean nobody thinks that so I know it's hard but as best as you can rid that idea in your head because nobody thinks you're ugly (laughs) But a way I could kind of control um, the communication between the agency and myself was instead of applying within the link of the agency, was applying directly with an email. And you guys, you better love me because this is such a big hack that I have learned into the modeling industry. And it has probably worked like eight out of the 10 times that I've done it more so than applying directly to the link. So I am like fully just not gatekeeping this little hack I've learned. So you guys better use it. When you go on to the website, there is a, like I said, become a model, apply to be a model button. And then there is a contact button. Clicking the contact button will direct you to a page that has all of the modeling emails that that modeling agency uses. There will usually be an email for like bookings or a direct link for men's modeling, women's modeling, sports and fitness modeling, and then there's usually a specific email within each city. So whether that be Miami, Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, whatever it may be, you will click the one that you want to speak with or sign to. Then once you have that email, you are going to put all the information that you would put into the direct link on their website into the email that you will send them. I am again going to post like a visual of what this would look like on my Instagram once this episode is out and published but um, for now I'm just going to give you these little tips. You're going to either include a Dropbox link or a Google Drive link or the PDFs to all of your digitals within the email. And then I kind of like to give a little introduction about me to the modeling agency and say how nice it is to meet them and tell them a little bit about myself, where I'm from, where I'm located, that I'm willing to travel and that I'm willing to relocate because I usually am willing to relocate and then um, state my measurements and say, I'm excited to hear back from you and I hope you consider me to be a part of your agency. Not all the time does this work, but like I said, I have had multiple modeling agencies reply back to my emails, at least telling me no, not right now, or even giving me tips on what I can do to maybe be signed by them later on. But yeah, applying within the emailing links have helped me so much more than applying within their direct link on their website. I've gained so much more communication with people and built a lot more connections and saved a lot of emails because of doing this. This is even how I've been connected with photographers that are a part of that agency that I can then go test shoot with, which gives you a better chance of signing to that agency. But yeah, that's kind of all I have for you guys today. And I know that's a ton of information. Um, I wanted this episode and a lot of my episodes to be kind of like a learning opportunity um so you're more than welcome to grab out your notebook and you know pause the video and write this all down in your notes like it's definitely information that I want you guys to keep and save 
So I hope you don't just like listen to this podcast and let this go in one year and out the other and like never utilize the information I've given you because I truthfully do think it's such good information and information that is so blatantly stated that I did not have. Even when I looked at some of the modeling industry or models on YouTube, a lot of their videos are kind of all over the place and sometimes also gatekept. I do not want to gatekeep to you guys. I want to give you as much information as I possibly know and I really want to see success for every potential aspiring model. There's seriously room for each and every one of us and I never want you guys to feel like I would hide information from you because if I have it, I would definitely give it. There's been times where girls have DM'd me so much within a day asking the same questions that I know I haven't answered a lot of girls' DMs and I seriously feel so bad about it. And I have not reached back out to every single one of you, so I still hope that some of those girls that I never DM'd back consider my podcast because it was never that I didn't want to help you. It was just the fact that it's so much information to put into a text or like a voice memo on Instagram DMs. But with that being said, I think we've reached the end of the why and how I started modeling podcast. The next episode will be moving up in your 20s and life out of high school. So stay tuned for that. And like always, I hope you guys consider leaving a review on either Spotify or Apple Music. If you learned anything from this podcast, tag me using Elliot's Pages hashtag or tagging my podcast account. I definitely want to see you guys listening to this podcast on my Instagram stories and see how many of you actually felt like you obtained knowledge from it. And yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Elliot's Pages. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you all soon.